2: In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space.
1: This is the Wikipedia page for Gouldian Finch. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN.
0: And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe.
1: (laughs) Adamant about it, aren't you, today, Rachel? Well, we have a special guest uh, today, especially because we're reading the Gouldian Finch page. Everybody, please put your hands together for Jay LeBeau. Thank you for coming.
3: I'm thrilled to be here.
1: And not only that, he is a seasoned finch keeper and bird enthusiast.
3: Yeah, been uh, been keeping finches on and off since I was uh, 16 in my bedroom, much to the chagrin of my mother and my sister who lived in the room below me and could hear it all through the vent.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> so I have a friend, Karen, who works with the show and she loves birds too. In fact, she was the one who reached out to you in the first place. And so I imagine that your family felt about you the way I feel about Karen.
3: Yeah, I think uh, especially my poor wife, when I told her right now, I have an aviary in the backyard with about 75 finches, parrots, quail, and some doves. Uh And when I told her we were doing that, I think uh, she really was not enthused. But she's come around now that I've got the big social media following and she sees how happy it, it makes me. And then my I've got a almost three-year-old daughter who loves it so they've come around they they all have t-shirts now so
1: now that it's part of your living they're like oh okay i guess it's okay yeah (laughs) here we go let's read this page gouldian finch the gouldian finch chloe bia gouldier is that right did i say it right chloe bia gouldi chloe bia gouldi also known as the lady gouldian finch Gould's finch, or the rainbow finch, is a colorful passerine bird that is native to Australia.
0: Taxonomy. The Goldian finch was described by British ornithological artist John Gould in 1844 as Amadina Goldi in honor of his deceased wife, Elizabeth. The specimens were sent to him by Benjamin Binot, although they had been described some years before by Jacques Bernard Hormbron and... On Ray It is also known as the rainbow finch, gold's finch, or the lady goldian finch, and sometimes just gold. The goldian finch is sister to the parrot finches in the genus Eurythura.
3: Description Both sexes are brightly colored with black, green, yellow, and red markings. The females tend to be less brightly colored. One major difference between the sexes is that the male's chest is purple while the females is a lighter mauve.
1: It's not like genitals? The major differences in genitals, it's the color?
3: Uh, yeah, so all birds, fun fact, have internal genitalia. So uh, a lot of species like Karen's java finches are completely sexually indistinguishable. Yeah, that's the reason, for instance, in birds, most females tend to be the larger of the sexes because they have to be able to fit an egg inside and males don't.
1: I said, oh my gosh, I just imagined that, you know, they they had just like hanging genitals, but I guess that's not true at all.
3: No, they have internal testicles on the males and females. Everything's inside. So they both have a cloaca or a vent at that area and everything else is inside.
0: I was going to ask about the cloaca, but you answered it for me. And then you wanted to tell us something about the taxonomy going back for a second, right?
3: Yeah, so this is the reason, uh, and I I mentioned my wife already. She's my best friend and my very tolerant, supportive wife. And this story kind of reminds me of her, not the wife dying part, but the good part. So John Gould and his wife, so he's actually a taxidermist by trade uh, in 1800s London. And he made friends with a guy that y'all have probably heard of called Charles Darwin. And so (laughs) when Charles Darwin is... (laughs) describing all these species and coming up with, you know, modern science with related to animals. Most of the bird species he would send, and they would actually take either live or dead, or sometimes just field drawings. When he says, they talk about specimens here. Like, Uh you know, in the part that you read, Rachel, where it says the specimens were sent. Those are probably dead birds. And his wife was an incredible artist, Elizabeth. So she would draw, like, if you look at the old natural resources, like, If you go to like a museum of natural resources or something, you'll see these old drawings and then the species description. So they'll usually have a male and a female and then the drawing underneath. So she was the one that did the artwork. And so they had a total of eight children. At this time, they have six and they go to Australia. They leave six kids with mom and dad and go to Australia to look at all the birds there. And that's a bigger deal then than it was now. It involves like a long ship journey in like not great conditions. Uh, So they get there. She has child number seven in Australia. So I guess they were doing something besides falling overboard on the ship. And uh, (laughs) they go on this big adventure. They come back to England and she passes away in childbirth of child number eight. And so he's horribly sad about that, but he comes up with a way to honor her and he says, this is the prettiest bird I've ever seen. She was the prettiest woman I'd ever seen. So he names the bird after his wife.
2: And Aww. I think that's
3: wonderful. And so until, the, you know, they're long gone. But to this day, everybody knows that Lady Gould was a beautiful woman because look at this bird.
1: Maybe he could have bought her health care. I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they had that back then.
1: <laughs> Gouldian and Finches are about 125 to 140 millimeters long. Gouldian finches' heads may be red, black, or yellow. Formerly considered three different kinds of finches, it is now known that these are color variants that exist in the wild. Selective breeding has also developed mutations: blue, yellow, and silver instead of a green back, in both body and breast color.
0: There are several prominent rounded tubercles within opalescent luster at the back of the gate. These tubercles are commonly and incorrectly described as phosphorescent in spite of much scientific evidence to the contrary. It is believed that these tubercles simply reflect light and are not luminescent.
3: It is believed is not known for sure. What do you think? Yeah, not a lot of research into finches, unfortunately, with the exception of like the zebra finch, which is actually used for like as a basically another kind of lab rat. And there's only about, uh, I don't know what the exact count is today, but between like two and 5,000 Gouldian finches left in the wild, they're, they're almost extinct in the wild due to habitat loss. And so there's not a lot to study about them. I mean, I've seen this in person a ton, right? So when I breed them, they have all this, that if you look on, if you looked on my Instagram, you can see video of it. Uh, And when they're born, they they have these balls that they're talking about on the sides of their mouth. And also, in the back of their throat, it kind of glows. And that's so in the dark of the nest, the parents can see their babies' mouths and feed them, and vice versa. But oh, that's, wow. what they're, that's what they're talking about there. They're really not visible in adult birds at all. But in the babies, it's, it's really noticeable. It looks like, I mean, imagine if you had uh, a couple of Christmas ornaments just like hooked to your teeth at the ends of your mouth.
0: High res babies.
3: Yeah, it's really cool to see. Awesome. (laughs) Distribution and habitat. Prior to the Australian government's ban on the export of Australian fauna, Gouldian finches were exported worldwide. These birds have resulted in viable breeding populations being held in many countries. Conservation
1: status. The number of Gouldian finches has decreased quite dramatically during the 20th century. Their habitat has been reduced or altered. Early research indicated a parasite called the air sac mite was responsible for the decline of the species. This is no longer considered to be a major factor. In general, Gouldian finches are susceptible to diseases and viral infections. Their beautiful colors mean that they are easily caught by predators. (laughs) That is a sad sentence.
0: Yeah, it is.
3: Yeah, it's tough out there for a Gouldian finch. (laughs)
1: <laughs> fires are listed as the primary threat to the natural populations
0: wiki listeners you can help support us by listening to this quick message while you go try to save your goldie and finch
1: thank you for listening to that message everybody hopefully the goldie finches were you know
3: made better somehow by your efforts <laughs> behavior Outside the breeding season, Gouldian finches often join mixed flocks consisting of long-tailed finches and massed finches. Flocks can consist of up to 1,000 to 2,000 individuals. During the breeding season, they are normally found on rough scree slopes where vegetation is sparse. In the dry season, they are much more nomadic and will move to wherever their food and water can be found.
0: Feeding. Like other finches, the Gouldian finch is a seed eater They eat up to 30% of their body weight each day. During the breeding season, Goldian finches mainly feed on ripe and half-ripe grass seeds of sorghum. During the dry season, they mainly forage on the ground for seeds. During the wet season, Spinifex grass seed, Triadea sp, is an important part of their diet. So far, Goldians have been recorded eating six different species of grass seed, but researchers have yet to find evidence of insect consumption.
3: I've got it in my aviary, if they ever called. Oh, really? You've seen it yourself? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I've got other, like, African finches and stuff like that that are, are much more insectivorous. Like, they'll even take mosquitoes, like, on the wing, so, like, while flying, they'll snag one out of the air like a fighter jet. Cool. Oh, wow. so I put out me- mealworms and other stuff, yeah, it's really great in my backyard that I don't have mosquitoes. So I put out, like, mealworms and little crickets, all kinds of small stuff, and then also whatever just gets into the aviary, and the Gouldians will eat it, absolutely. Breeding. Gouldian finches will usually make their nests in tree holes, which is why they're susceptible to fire, by the way. Dead tree holes and then dead trees is what burns. They usually breed in the early part of the dry season, where there is plenty of food around. When a male is courting a female, he bobs about and ruffles his feathers in an attempt to show off his bright colors. He will expand his chest and fluff out the feathers on his forehead. After mating, the female will lay a clutch of about four to eight eggs. Both parents help brood the eggs during the daytime and it is the female who stays on the eggs at night. When the eggs hatch, both parents care for the young. Gouldian and finches leave the nest after between 19 and 23 days and are completely independent at 40 days old.
1: That was great information, but I'm still kind of mad at myself for asking about bird genitals earlier. I feel I'm bad about that. I'm still thinking
0: about cloacas.
1: <laughs>
3: should, should we just start over?
1: No, we, we, we can't. We've come this far. Gouldian finches have brightly colored gapes and call loudly when their parent birds return so that they are able to find and feed their mouths in the dark nest.
0: It has been shown that female Gouldian finches from northern Australia can control the sex of their offspring by choosing mates according to their head color. A certain amount of genetic incompatibility between black and red-headed birds can result in high mortality, up to 80%, in female offspring when birds of different head colors mate. If the female mates with a finch of a different head color, this genetic incompatibility can be addressed by overproducing sons, up to a ratio of four males to one female. This is one of the first proven instances of birds biasing the sex of their offspring to overcome genetic weaknesses. That's crazy.
3: Wow. Can you
1: imagine
0: if the, people uh, could do that?
3: What's the Jeff Goldblum quote, right? Like, life uh, finds a way. Yeah, I guess it does.
1: Like those frogs that can spontaneously change genders if necessary. Yeah. Or do you yeah, mean sexes?
3: Ne- yeah, it's I uh, I don't know what I mean, I don't, <laughs> neither and do And I even <laughs> see this in the aviary, by the way. Oh yeah? So, oh yeah, they'll adjust based on population. But you know, a lot of animal, coyotes do this too. A lot of animals adjust sexes and clutch sizes as needed to fulfill whatever the genetic need is.
0: What if they're colorblind?
3: Well, birds are not, right? So birds actually see what we see plus into the the infrared spectrum. So that's why, like, on parakeets, those little blue things on their chins, like to other birds, birds look like they're glowing, kind of like they're on fire. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. I would love to have
3: bird vision. Yeah. They see a lot better than
1: we do. So, Rachel, what is the title of this page?
0: Goldie and Finch.
1: And Jay, what is the title of this page? Gouldian
3: finch. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't gonna say anything. It, she's not technically wrong. A lot of people would say it that way, uh, even in aviculture, it's sort of a debated, we can't ask John Gould, right? He's dead, so. <laughs> yeah. Aviculture. Gouldian finches are a popular species in aviculture because of their striking colors and low K requirements. Gouldian finches get along well with other species of grass finch, and some other docile species of bird, such as waxbills and parrot finches. Trapping
1: for Aviculture In the Kimberley District of Western Australia, where most wild Gouldian finch were trapped for aviculture, it was often reported as one of the more common of the 11 finch species. Until 1977, it was trapped in greater numbers than any other finch. From 1897, when finch trapping started in Kimberley, it was the most sought-after finch by trappers and the most desired by fanciers. (laughs) Between the years 1934 and 1939, the Gouldian finch was the most exported single finch species. The Perth Zoo exported 22,064 finches, of which 12,509 were Gouldian. Private dealers exported 35,315 finches, of which 14,504 were Gouldian. The number of finches taken in the 1958 finch trapping season was the largest for one year. Of the 38,649 finches taken, 11,286 were Gouldian. The last licensed trapping of Gouldian finch in Western Australia was on the 15th of November, 1981. In that year's finch trapping season of the 23,450 finches taken, 1,054 were Gouldian. However, it is now illegal to export these birds from Australia.
0: And then we have lots of pictures of cute finches at the bottom of the page.
1: So is it illegal now because they're trying to preserve the birds or are they actually also like almost extinct?
3: So that's a double-edged question. So they're of least concern because they're being bred for the same reasons that they almost got trapped to extinction in the wild. They're being bred in captivity like crazy. Uh, So I would say this is probably the third most common finch in captivity behind the zebra finch and the society finch. However, both of those birds are the easiest possible species to breed and take care of. I mean, I, I'm fairly confident that I could breed zebra finches in a shoebox. But Gouldians are a little bit harder to breed and harder to take care of. Like it talked about earlier in the article, their immune systems aren't super tough and they're a little bit pickier. They're very sensitive to temperature swings. So keeping them outside is always a challenge. So they're not going to go extinct. I mean, there's probably a, a million plus in captivity that are breeding in the world. In the wild, their numbers are coming up. The, I saw a report out of New South Wales, which is the the lo- more local government in charge of the Kimberley region, I believe, or that may just be where their headquarters is. It said their numbers, I think, have doubled in the last couple decades. So they're making a comeback uh-huh. uh, along with the other birds in the Kimberley. But uh, my understanding mm-hmm. is all Australian fauna is restricted from export basically because they have very unique fauna that was really popular for the pet trade and zoos and everything all over the world. And the Australians basically said, that's enough. We, we'd like to have some here.
1: I think that I am going to research a lot about Gouldy and Finches. I'm going to be all over your Instagram. (laughs) I'm sure of it.
0: Speaking of which, (laughs) do you want to tell us about uh, your Instagram handles and anything else you want to promote?
3: Yeah, so I've got my Instagram is is sort of the uh the big bird in the house follower wise. It's v t h e underscore jvry. So j a y v i a r y. My brother came up with that name. I was trying to think of a name for it and he gave I think me. I nice. I like it. He <laughs> gave me the sign for Christmas, so it was decided. And then I'm on YouTube, which I'm trying to grow and I'd love some YouTube subscribers. And on my YouTube, I have all kinds of DIY and bird keeping tips and information for any listeners that may also be bird people. And that's the same handle, thejvary. I don't believe there's an underscore in that one. Uh, But basically all my socials have the same name and they're all connected. So if you find one, you can link to all the other ones. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much.
3: Absolutely. Thank you all for
1: having me. This has been the Wikipedia page for Gouldian Finch.
0: Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at Wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your 70 plus birds.
1: If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it.